welcome to the Center on the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. We have such a fun episode today. <laughs> it is titled, Screw All of You. It's a little sassy. Well, you know, this came about, it's actually a draft in my blogs from years ago, because there is one particular topic that the church, actually the entire world, does a really poor job of handling. Unless you're our church recently. Oh, yes. We're going to have to post that uh, Inside Out, a series that Hope Community Church has been doing on mental health issues, has been shut the front door. Amazing. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of mental health things, and so I was wondering how the church was going to address this, because oftentimes the church tiptoes around the fire if you know what I mean and they don't get into the fire oh they got in the fire Mm -hmm. they did they jumped right on in yes and they weren't even afraid to say like look have you ever gotten those it was interesting to hear how many other people shared how they had heard things like well you just need to pray harder that's your problem okay yes or you just aren't you must have some hidden sin uh no mental health doesn't have anything to do with that So what happened to me was years ago, I was dealing with a mental health crisis very, very close to me. And at that time, I was expecting the people to come around me and rally around me and help me. Actually, I don't even think I was expecting that. I think I just wanted people to leave me the heck alone. But somebody had the audacity to address me in a group and say, you know, it would be better if you just prayed about it more. Maybe you're not praying right, or maybe you're not reading enough scripture, or you need to rely on the Holy Spirit instead of medicine and therapy. Um, I'm sorry, where have you been? What rock do you live under? Is it in a <laughs> fancy prairie with only flowers and butterflies and nothing ever comes your way? Because let me tell you something, girl, every single one of us has mental health breaks right? We all have things going on and sometimes you need some therapy and some medicine. Yeah. Let's break that down. So there are a few things going on there. (laughs) One, not a good, never a good time to address it in a group of people. It's a very private thing that people are always going to be on edge about. It's a private personal thing and the intention are just like, bringing it up in the middle of a group is never a good idea. And right? I didn't even ask you, by the way. Like, right. we're, we've never <laughs> talked about this before. So the fact that you're bringing my problems to oh. everyone's attention, oh. and we've never had a one-on-one conversation. Oh, eh. there's that's another thing too. That's another thing. But I'm again, maybe where you haven't been asked. <laughs> that's right. But also, I have found that the ones who say things like that. Um, Some are genuinely trying to be helpful, and that's really all they know. But uh, most of them just have their own issues, and it comes from an insecurity within themselves. And so they feel like that's, that's how they project and cover their insecurities and their inability to handle their own things or their own family's things onto others. Got it. And yes, I do think that's the case because we all have our own battles that not a lot of people know about because it's not their business. But um, right. if you're going to insert yourself into my business, yeah, we don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> and not the way to do it. One, we should be invited in. 
and two, we should do it privately, and three, um, I, oh, never pigeonhole people or try not to. I mean, prayer and all those things are amazing, and we do have to have those in our lives. Y'all know we talk about that all the time, but the Lord has also given us amazing doctors and mental health professionals that can help in certain situations. It, it's not about prayer. It's about a chemical imbalance in your brain. And we know about those things now. Like there's research that shows that. Um, so it's a little different. Then what you do is you pray about what's the best doctor for me to go to. There it is. <laughs> yes. And like kudos to Open Bay Church because they did an amazing job. Um, I listened to three of them so far. It was on... Um, anger, depression, and anxiety. And so they were all very, very well done. So congratulations, Hope. I thought you did a great job. Yeah, and this past weekend was on hurry, which is another thing that I think a lot of people struggle with as well. Anyway, I was too busy to note. listen to <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That is perfect. Well, another thing. Did we? We sort of jumped right in. We did. Yeah. Oh, we were really ready to go on that one. Raring girl. We were. Do I we was... even give the not? Do we even say the name? Yeah. Oh, screw it's called all screw of you. Screw all of you. Yeah. Like I wanted to go light people on fire, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Okay. Shit. So how about the fact that this person felt the need to insert themselves, or just actually use my life as an example? for their mm. she felt entitled to your personal problems right and to share them as an example for her group while mm. I was sitting there by the way if you're going to do that y'all get a little heads up to the person whom you're going to throw under the bus before you throw them under the bus and you might want to know if they have a criminal record or if they're homicidal I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> so this didn't just happen last week. Nope, no, nope, <laughs> just so y'all know, it happened six years ago. Yeah, <laughs> sure, very specific. <laughs> so, you know, I think too that when you, when it's someone that you care about who is struggling, which you weren't the one maybe necessarily going through this, it was someone that you cared about deeply who was going through this. Yes, but it was so close; it affected every single moment of my life. So I yes. looked at that person like, oh, whoa, what? So you are already feeling super protective of this person. Maybe wondering, I would be, I don't know, because I didn't really know you then like I do now. Um, I just knew who you were. But I would be feeling really insecure about what could I have done? What did I do wrong? Was it something I did? Uh, I don't know. I would figure out some way. <laughs> Oh, for sure. And you know, I'm divorced, so I'm sure all that, you know, there's just so many things that I've done in my life that added to it. Right. Yeah. Which we all carry our own baggage into situations, which goes on into projection, which is another thing that is just like, ugh. we just, we assume that other people think the way we do, have had the same experiences that we've had. And then we can have this, uh, this group mentality that we, it's like, well, a long time ago, this one. So for example, if this lady happened to be a Christian or something, if you had let that scar, I don't know, we won't talk about it, but if she was, you could have walked away and thought every single Christian from here on out is just a, yeah, it's a donkey. 
Well, let's just, I just, okay, this is a fun fact, y'all. I just want you to know, okay, what chafes your donkey? What chaps my donkey? Oh. <laughs> Projection, just like we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. But, but what else? also the fact that I can't even say the real word for donkey because, oh my gosh, I'm a Christian. I shouldn't say those words. <laughs> and so, fun fact. <laughs> Ass. Uh-huh. Is in the King James Version. 87 times it is referring to a donkey. Yes. Of course. So what chops my donkey? But I know, I know. See, so then some of you are going to be like, well, that is because it's being used in a different way. Mm -hmm. And tame your tongue, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't hold me to another. Season it with salt. (laughs) Season it with salt. (laughs) (laughs) That is, um, once again, you're projecting what you've learned growing up onto what my, how my life should be. Y'all, this is tame. I was raised by a roofer. I wasn't raised in a church on a pew. And so like for you, maybe even thinking a four letter word is completely sinful and you're going to repent. Great. But every now and then, y'all, I got to go on a tirade. And yes, I do ask God for forgiveness. And yes, he's working to bring me closer to him. And so I won't want to do that anymore. But alas, here we are. It doesn't make me any less of a Christian than you are. It does not make me any less fruitful, if you want to say that really obnoxious word. It might make us more fruitful because, you know, those people that really hold it in and are so prim and proper and never let anything loose, like where does all of it go? And maybe some people have other ways to blow a little steam. I know for me, when I get really, really stressed out, it's like, I'll just throw out a little cuss word and it it just feels so dirty just so bad right I'm so sorry (laughs) that's what I tell you I'll say them for you no no it's like a good thing and it's like my little tea kettle is just so hot and the water is boiling and when I'm just say that little cuss word it's like I'm just being bad right now and it lets off a little steam (laughs) she's like bless your heart meanwhile I'm thinking, I haven't gotten a felony today. I haven't punched somebody. I'm literally saying these words because if not, I'm going to start hitting. But it's just, we're all wired differently. And so this kind of goes to what pokes my pig. I can't say gets my goat because she said I said that last time, last week. So I had to a couple say, weeks ago. You're like, I mean, gets my which goat? barnyard animal? You already covered donkey. I already covered doll. Um, what? Goat. <laughs> so I just went with pig. Um yanks my chain, whatever, is that we have gotten into this pattern of holding people. Would you say, let let me just start with this. Would you say that you are a different person than you were even a year ago? Um, Yes, for sure. And like, let's even take COVID out because like we can always use it. But yes, if I'm not, I'm not maturing. Right. And five years ago? Oh, Lord, y'all. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be worried about that four-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> and a decade? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think back and just, oh, my gosh, actions, thoughts, deeds, all of those things, you know, in our lives, we change so much when we're striving to grow as Christians. You know, we're not perfect now, and we certainly weren't then, and hopefully we're striving to be better every day, but this culture that we live in, We have gotten into this thing where we are holding, forget about the woman at the well who Jesus, they want to stone because she's like in the middle of adultery. And he's like, hey, you little 
dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you think you're all that? You who are without sin, y'all throw the first stone. Does anybody throw one? Ah, uh, no. And that's in the moment. We're holding people accountable for things they've done a decade ago, things that they did in college when their brains aren't even fully developed. And they probably were drunken on drugs. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. And it depends. Like, you can't go murdering people because when your brain's not fully developed and think you're going to get away with it. I'm not saying right. that. But I'm just saying we are on a really slippery slope because I am a different person today, thank goodness, than I was even a year ago. Yeah. You know, and I would hope that someone would give me grace and forgiveness with something, you know, that I needed to apologize that I said or did that offended them, that I would be given the chance to apologize for that. And you know what? If she's not given the chance, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme of the day. So I love this because I just recently read, it says our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means you agree with everything they believe, say, or do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. That's so true. I mean, it's like what I tell my kids. I'm always going to love you. I'm not going to, I may not like what you do. Right? Because they're going to get all mine are older. They're going to start making their own decisions, doing things that I don't agree with. Some after 18, there are certain things you just have to let go of. Um, you know, but, 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 but what would you have done four years ago? Could you imagine that you would have been able to let go of that? No, no. Yeah. We're so true. Because like, life gives you other things. And there's these things called like free will. Suddenly you realize Oh my gosh, I can want this for, you know, my loved one all day long, but until they want it for themselves. That's right. Yeah. That we give them those foundation. It goes back to that podcast, Roots and Wings, right? And we can do that with all kinds of people, not just our own children, but the people that we're maybe discipling or mentoring our own children, people in our small groups, you know, that we're loving on and, and going on this path of, of learning and discovery together through scripture. So it, this gets muddy people, but <laughs> and it is hard not to get angry with all of this stuff swirling around. And we just knew that this is something we are not the only ones going through this. No. And I or will experiencing say, it or feeling like we need to say some cuss words. Right. I, I will say, you know, it's so easy for me to judge somebody that's drunk at a bar, right? Because I would never, like, y'all, for real, considering I was not a Christian when I was younger, I was the most judgmental person. My brother will tell you I was so judgmental. <laughs> I'd be like, I would never. That would never, ever, ever, ever happen. Um, but you don't know if that person is literally drinking alcohol because they're getting over their drug addiction. Now they traded one for the other, but that's not yours. Your job is to come alongside and love them. I, you know, that's right. addiction's huge in my family. So I always go for that example, but I'm sure you have a different, you know, example. I mean, gosh, I know people like that too. I mean, I know people that struggle with addiction. I know people whose marriages are falling apart. And I also know that a lot of people don't share things. You know, with a lot of people, 
And when we don't do that, we're missing out on a lot of things. But the reason that we don't share them is because of all these things. We're, the judgment, the, all the things we've been talking about, like the screw you, like the contentment and um, just, well, not, that's not the word I was looking for, but just people projecting their ideas onto you, judging you, telling you how to handle your mental health instead of just being there to support you and guide you and love you through it. But it is so hard to get through things on your own without a posse, you know? Yeah, you really do need to find people that you know are safe that you can talk to. Find a counselor. Um, man, if you're someone that's going through mental health right now, or if you have a loved one going through mental health, please find someone that you can talk to. I wish I had Allison that many years ago. Um, I mean, gosh, she already has a lot to deal with right now with me, but <laughs> we could have added that to the mix. But again, I think you mentioned this before, no one's entitled to know your business, right? You don't owe them anything. There's no, you don't have to explain everything in your life to everyone. Oh my gosh, we are such over explainers. Yeah. Someone called me the other day, she goes, I am so sorry, I couldn't call you back until now because, and I went, eh, you don't owe me an explanation, that's fine. Like, I know you're going through stuff, you have stuff, I have stuff. And I see that trend in people all the time. Like, I'm so sorry that this, I haven't been around because of this. You, unless you just want to like get it off your chest, fine. I'm here for that. But don't think you owe me an explanation. And you know, you're not entitled to know all of somebody's business. And if you were, you probably already know their business. However, <laughs> if you see someone retreating and you see some different behavior, yeah. just like Allison had to pull me, if you listened last week, um, that one's called Endless Sangria and Patience of a Saint. She had to stop me in the middle of our conversation before the podcast recording and go, are you okay? Because I was different. I was a little more intense. She's like, are you angry? It was like, no, I had way too much coffee, but I'm sorry. I never get espresso and I won't do it again. <laughs> but there are signs, And there's a right? difference. There are signs. And it is important for us to keep our eye out for those around us and say, hey, I've noticed this, or I just wanted you to know that things are hard right now. I'm here for you. Or if you ever want to talk or just reach out and ask somebody to lunch. And when people do decide to let you in and share something with you, treasure it. It's something that they have given to you in confidence, unless they specifically ask you to share it with someone else for some reason. But honor that um incredible bravery and you know the courage that it took for them to share whatever it is with you because it's hard out there these days we we feel like we're in constant judgment zones yes <laughs> in in every direction in our parenting in our marriages in our vaccine statuses in our political views and our it doesn't matter the clothes you wear you name it our body images every single thing we just feel like there is this constant judgment and condemnation and just remember that in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. Yes. And onto the whole, you know, are you vaccinated or you not vaccinated? Um, you know, I don't know. Are you a Christian? Are you saved? Do you believe in baptism? Do you not believe in baptism? Um, who do you vote for? Like, if you don't know, it's none of your business. It's actually not a salvation issue. And so if you're really, if you really care about someone, you just need to ask them one important question. Do you know Jesus? 
Right. Do you believe that he that he's the son of God and he died on the cross and rose three days later for your sins? You know, like, whoop, whoop. All right, that means you're going to heaven. Now, that is a salvation issue and that's what we should be talking about. Yes. None of this under other business. None of your business. That's right. In your face. <laughs> well, um, if you listened last week, we had a huge announcement that we um, have a journal out. Yay. And, you know, if you're one of those people struggling, who are you? Where do you fit into this crazy world? Um, I don't think we covered that. <laughs> That's another <laughs> button probably because I don't even know where I fit in yet. Yeah. But, you know, the truth is we know that when you get to the core of who you are in Christ and you can stand confidently confidentially in that you will not really care what everyone thinks and you'll stand with us and say screw all of you oh girl that's so good (laughs) I mean you may not say it just like that but you will feel confident to say something yeah share the gospel say screw all of you (laughs) say in your face I don't know or say I love you pick your pick your poison but there is something beautiful in knowing who you are in Christ Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. We hope you learned something from it. Reach out to someone or a professional if you are feeling depressed or anxious. It is going around, people, and you are not alone. So just remember that. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint. See you next time.